Hello, hello. <laughs> I am Nora. And I'm Ashley. And this is I Needed This. This is exactly what you need. So get your hot cup of coffee. Get whatever it is that you need for this moment. Get your pen. Get your paper, your journal. In fact, you know, put some headphones on. Go for a walk. Yes. Go for a long drive. Whatever you need to do. If you're washing the dishes, whatever it is, this is the moment that you need. Welcome, welcome to I Needed This. And we are so excited about today's topic. Yes. What are we talking about today, Ash? Um, we got a lot we're talking about. You don't want to miss this one, but this particular topic that we're talking about is, is it sex? Um, is it a love. love season? But most of all, maybe romance. Romance, that's um, right. Setting the mood. Yes. We have a mix with this one because we feel like it's important in the season of love yes. to dive a little deeper. I know y'all checked out the last episode where we uh, kind of got into yeah. the love languages yeah. and talked a little the love good. Languages. I hope y'all explored your love languages, uh, which one you can identify. Yep. But we're going to take a little deeper tonight. All right. Let's I think go this deep. Is, I think this is my kind of conversation we were about to do. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about keeping it sexy. Like sexy back. Like sexy. And let's just make a disclaimer right now that we are Married woman. Okay. Women's. As married. As married okay. now. And the bedroom is undefiled. Uh, so let's just be clear. So she set the tone. Listen. Because right, y'all about, <laughs> we about to get into some deep stuff, right? Listen. We try so, to keep it, we try to keep it classy too, because you know, right. we understand that we don't want to go too deep. And our husbands, we don't want them all up on us when we get off of this uh recording. <laughs> Cause you know No, we don't. We you know they 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 behind the scenes. So. Not to not we don't want to encourage them too much. That's not well. We in the middle of recording, so yeah, we gotta oh, finish recording. We gotta finish so. recording. This yeah. might be a short one today. <laughs> we might be recording for ten minutes, depending on how we work out. Ain't that right, brother Errol? <laughs> <laughs> might be the might be a ten minute episode. Listen. So um, I hope y'all enjoyed. I think that this conversation that we're having or that we're about to have. It's very important. I know that women is mostly our target audience. Yeah. And so um, a lot of times the conversation with women and sex and romance is, is not as often as it should be, especially coming from uh, the background of church and That's true. all of that. And we like to celebrate those things. I That's mean, right. I do. Yeah. So let's get into it. For sure. So, okay. So Ashley, now let me just, I was telling Ashley before we started recording. So for me, it was like in my mind, sex was always bad. And yeah. then I got married. So I had to, what? Unlearn. Unlearn. <laughs> I had to unlearn some things about sex and about romance. And I'm still unlearning some things. So um, so, yes. so Ashley, help us out. Help oh, gosh. all of us out. Okay. okay? I'm going to try. So tell me, first let's start off by just saying, what is romance to you? Romance to me, that's a great question because we talked about love. Mm -hmm. In our last episode, mm -hmm. romance is, is taking it to a different level. Because romance to me is, um, with, of course, with my husband, he's cultivating an atmosphere or an yes. environment for th things to exist. Yes. So romance to me, I yes, it can be a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. I could have a lifestyle of romance. It's not realistic <laughs> lately. <laughs> but Look I think- chilling running around. You know, but I think romance <laughs> is cultivated and it creates an environment for me to want to 
give everything to my husband. Yes. And so, or vice versa, like he creates something where, yes. you know, he gives things to me. Yeah. So yeah. that's a romance. It could be, it's not even have to be on sex. It can literally be the smallest things like yeah. um, putting my favorite TV show on yeah. and bringing me coffee. Oh my God, so mm. romantic. I love when my husband, like yeah. Sundays or Saturday mornings are the best because my husband bring me coffee in bed. He puts Aww. our favorite show on and we just sit in bed and watch TV. And I it's love so it. romantic to me. Oh my God. I just want to be like, let me touch your feet. And he knows that if I touch his feet, it's going to go on from there. <laughs> so my husband loves. That's love. a thing? Yeah! Oh my gosh, it's beautiful. So no, I th- I do that too. What you so do? I like I like touch his feet, but I think I touch his leg because he's a whole foot taller than me. So oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, you can't quite reach, reach his feet. Kind of like hitting the, the gas pedal. <laughs> it's like the calf. You need a little you know, seat. Yeah, it gets a little <laughs> spicy, but I think that cultivates something for me. Like that's my foreplay. Yeah. You know, is Aww. to get the romance of being thought of. He brought I me coffee. It. He makes it just perfect. And my favorite color of coffee is his, his skin color. <laughs> like, I'm like, how do you like your color, your coffee? The way my husband, my Aww. cousin's skin color. That's Aww. my favorite. But anyways, I'm not going to get into that because this episode will be real that. short. I love Real it. short. What about you? What so, does romance mean yeah, to you? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like what you said. It's like setting a tone, setting mm-hmm. an atmosphere for for romance to happen. So yeah. it's like thinking of the other person. Yeah. Um, and then it's appealing to the senses, right? Yeah. So it's like you mentioned like the coffee, like your favorite show. But it really ultimately comes down to being thought of. Thought right? of and seen. Like it's because I think even for women, a lot of romance is emotional mm-hmm. and mental, right? Yes. So it's like I need, I wanna know that you want to intimately know me in my mind, mm. like in my body and my soul, my yeah. emotions. So the soul is with the mind, the will and the emotion. Right? Yes. So it's like he knows what you want. That's the will. Holistically, right? yes. Right. And then he knows what you're thinking about. So yeah. So for me, romance is um is really just um just taking the time to consider the other person yeah. and to make like a an intimate connection. Yes. Right. Um, yeah, and, and even slowing down, you yeah. know, because a lot of times like we're so busy and we're always moving, we're always going. So. Yes, we are. Yeah, busy, mm-hmm. and that takes away from romance. Yeah, it does. Because you know, romance really has to be focused. Yeah. So if I'm focused on you, I have to be like. Yeah. That means I'm I'm looking at you. I'm focused on you, and yeah. that's what create the connection. Yeah. And as women. That's huge because, like I said, that's foreplay for us. And in a sense, it's like, oh, yeah, you thought of me? Yeah. Well, even, like, there's a softness, too. Yes. Like, there's a softness to romance. Yeah. And even, I'm not necessarily from the masculine standpoint, but even from the masculine standpoint, there's a book called Man of Velvet and Man of Steel. Ooh. But it's like- I like The Man of Velvet, right? (laughs) Me too. But, like, the Man of Velvet, or even just- from a woman's perspective, we have to soften ourselves. That's like true. we have to like slow down. Cause even in busyness, like we're moving, it's like we're going fast, we're going hard. Yeah. But then when we slow down and just soften our tone, you know, so like soften our perspective. Yes. And just kind of just create an ease. Yes. Around like a peace around your environment. I think that's like setting the tone for romance to happen. Yeah, romance definitely set the tone. That could be music. Yeah. That yeah, can be, you yeah. know, Music, I, it's, yep. the list go on candles yep. being um, the lights. I think it's mm-hmm. just changing what everyday looks like. Yeah. So we're changing what the everyday hustle and bustle look like and then we're softening Okay, that. so let me ask you this. So, you know, Valentine's Day is coming up. Yes. So is if we're changing every day, should, ro- should romance happen every day or should it be, I know there's like this big debate. <laughs> Yes. It, or should it be assigned to like particular days? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I know, you know, you have date nights and everything, but as a married couple, yeah. how do you keep the romance going throughout like, like your everyday? 
Or is that a thing? Or should it be a thing? I think it's a thing. I really do. I, I, I As much as I want to agree with my husband sometimes when he says Valentine's Day should be every day, because Valentine's <laughs> Day come up, you're like, Valentine's Day is every day. I'm like, you come through this door without chocolates and flowers if you want to on Valentine's Day. And uh, no, no, I'm joking. But, but Valentine, the truth of the matter is, we're not always romanced every day. Yeah. Like even though in his mind he is, maybe he is, maybe he feel romanced by me every day. Mm. Maybe I'm doing a great job. Yeah. But I have duties as a mom and a yeah. wife and I'm working. I'm a working mom too, entrepreneur. Um, so I don't always feel romance. So uh, Valentine's Day is just a reminder to say, hey, hey, it's me. Mm-hmm. We're together. Love, yeah. you know. So I mean, you know, some people don't get caught up in those things. Yeah. Not that you should. But um, getting back to your question, uh, romance should be cultivated. It should be. I should be able to say, I see you. Yeah. Not just as the father, not yeah. just as this, but as my husband and as my yeah. mate. And I'm sexually drawn to you. Because it's it's crazy how much sex is such a tab- taboo thing. Um, yeah, I, I I like you and I'm drawn to you sexually, yeah, right? And yeah. I want you sexually. And so I think if we keep cultivating that, we create that desire. Because yeah. sometimes that desire can die That's down. Good. Good. But you always have to cultivate. You got to wake mm-hmm. it up sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And um, if you don't, you know, I know people who just go weeks and months yeah. without sex. Yeah. God bless them. Yeah. Um, but it's... <laughs> I'm not wired that way. My husband's not wired that way. Um, but I also believe that it strengthens our connection. Yeah. So I've realized that if we're having sex and if we're not having sex, I already know he's, he's irritated. Yeah, something's off. Something off. He's irritated. Yeah. He's annoyed for no reason. Yeah. My husband haven't had sex. Yeah. And if I haven't been romanced, yeah. this is like a process map. Yeah. yeah. Here we go with this process map. <laughs> Here we go with the process map. You know, if it, you, know you know what I do for it. I'm a project manager. So of course that, that go into, <laughs> I'm always pulling up little process maps. But like if, if he's not pursuing me, mm-hmm. um, if he's not saying kind Ooh, words to me, like if he's not word. serving Pursuit. me, right, mm-hmm. then I don't feel invited mm. to give him me. Girl, you like I think you just like had a whole formula right there. You know what I'm saying? Pursuit, service, and an invitation. Invitation, because it Listen. automatically invites me to be like, oh, I want to give myself to this man. He ain't even got to tap me on my shoulder at 2 o'clock in the morning. Okay. Which he does. Um, <laughs> but... I want to. I'm willingly. I'm Does willingly he tap you on your shoulder? Sometimes in my shoulder. <laughs> sometimes he'll grab me. Okay. You know, okay. I think I think my husband's real discreet with his stuff because he's like uh, he'll, he 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 looked like he's about to do a great thing, like massaging your shoulder. You'd be like, oh, that's great. I needed that massage, <laughs> and then it goes south from there. Like what in the world? I thought we was you was servicing me, um, but no. I think I think that if the invitation is not there, yeah then I, I feel like that's an invitation for women um, yeah. to say, you know, I don't have to, uh, I feel invited to to give I me my body. I love that. I love that. It's almost, it reminds me of dating. Because yeah. when you're when you're dating someone, when you first meet, it's almost like you're showing interest, right? Yeah. So you're showing that interest. You're showing that like. I like that. that. Explore that, that more. Affection. Explore that more. Because, you know what I mean? Yeah, because I think that's... Definitely what it's equivalent yeah, to, right? Yeah. The, the yeah, so thing. you're showing that affection and you're showing that interest in that person. And like, yeah. I think when we date someone, you know, you may not have all the distractions, right? That's yeah. why date nights are so important. You may not have all the distractions, but you're really zoning in and giving that person attention. Yes. And I find it helpful, like even through um, in our marriage, sometimes when we wake up in the morning, you know, just taking... One minute, 30 yeah. seconds, 
five minutes to just zone in yeah. and just say, okay, you know, what's up, babe? How you yeah. doing today? Yeah. You know, you know, holding, like sometimes I'll just, you know, sneak up behind Errol and I'll just hold him, mm-hmm. you know, from behind. I'll just like lay on his back and he'll be like washing dishes or like, mm-hmm. you know, just it's whatever touch. he's doing. Yeah, but it is. It's yeah. touch and it's showing that I'm thinking of him. Right? I think that touch is big. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know, especially oh, yeah. as a woman touching your your man. Yeah, I you know I feel like I, I rub Chris' head sometimes. Yeah, oh like, yeah, he likes what I rub. His you head. know, first Chris would be like, yeah. I feel like a dog, but now I think he likes it. <laughs> I think um, you got to get some oil, like some. Oh and yeah, then, yeah, that's like Reese's scalp. Oh, oh, I was gonna do some anointing oil. <laughs> I thought that we were talking about. Um, but uh, yeah, I just think that the touch is important in the connection, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So that's that's the whole part. I think. So let me ask you this because you okay. made a great point. Okay. about um, kind of initiating like it's the first date. How do you keep your marriage fresh mm. um, as far as romance or anything like that? Like mm. how do you, or what's your suggestion mm. um, and what's the importance of keeping it fresh? Mm. That's good. That's a great question. Um, I think A, the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay. Amen. Um, but then B is like, just like you would keep anything else fresh. So if I want to stay on top of my skills for work, I have to learn something new. That's right? good. Yeah. So like I'm reading books. So I'm reading a book now called Fascinating Womanhood. I think it's I think Always that's reading. It's that's what I love about Fascinating it. Womanhood. And it, it's literally just walking through the framework of like what, what a woman should be, what femininity should look like, mm. and what men like. So even just mm. getting a new understanding of like what what my husband likes, yeah, you know, or who he is as a man, how did God create him, yeah, um, and even just like meditating on scriptures like Ephesians five, um, where it you. talks about you know the relationship between a man and a woman, or uh, I think it's First Peter three where it talks about um, <laughs> a meek a gentle a meek and um, quiet spirit yeah. is precious to the Lord, but it also brings out something in my husband, yeah. so. I keep it fresh by keeping myself fresh, right? Yeah. So how can I be a better woman? Yeah. How can I be more feminine? Mm-hmm. How can I be a better wife, right? Mm, I like so it. one thing I tell my kids a, a lot is you can't change. And I tell my husband sometimes, you can't change anybody else, but you can only really change yourself. That's so important. So if you focus on just changing yourself, yeah. that's already going to you know, yeah. um, make things better yeah. and keep things fresh because That's you're, true. you're not getting lazy. You know, you stand on your P's and Q's, like even just having some time for self-care, like yeah. having some time where I feel good about me. Yes. Now, if I'm feeling good about myself and how I look in the mirror or how I'm showing up in life, then I have some love and I have yeah. some overflow to pour out to my husband. That's so important. So that's um, a whole word right there. Listen, that's a word <laughs> because it's it's basically a mirror. Yeah. That's why it's important to you know you're pouring into each other because yeah. you bring out the best. But the fact that you self care is important. First yes. of all, I'm really big on self care. I'm big on like um, maintenance. Yes. I, I I would say like I've always been big on making sure that I had. Good maintenance, not mm. just for my husband, even mm. though he do get the benefit of it. Mm. It was really good for me, like, because mm. I feel different. You know, if you yes. feel empowered when you when yes. you look a certain way, you, feel, yes. you put some lingerie on, you be like, oh, Listen. I feel empowered. Yes. So I think that uh, when we talk about setting the mood, mm-hmm. and I think this is the funny part, mm-hmm. right? Because of, you know, and that was really good what you mentioned. I think we need to write notes on that. Yes. Um, you know, just the femininity and all of that and being soft. And just because um, sometimes duties can make us hard. Yes. You know, we can be so hard as women and just not even knowing it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we're learning to be hard because we have to be. Mm-hmm. You have, um, so, you know, you just have women who probably who probably in marriage now, but they may have been single mothers and they yeah. had to 
carry the weight of yeah. two different things. And sometimes you, know? you can have a masculine job. Yes. Where you have to be leading, you know, you have to be leading, you have to show up in a powerful way. Yeah. And I mean, that's okay, but then it's like, yeah. God made us to receive. Yes. And God made us to rest. Yes. So even just, I, I believe, and that's why I believe like self, self-love and self-care is so important because you're taking the time to give back to yourself and to replenish yeah. and even... Um, you know, just to just to be feminine and to be a woman. Yeah, and be feminine. And the thing about being uh, feminine is why it's so important and fun. Um, and some people may disagree. I think I've heard some opposing views on femininity okay. and all of this, but that's only because we're in this world of right. Uh, just, feminist. Yes, feminist. <laughs> but you still can be a feminist and still have some femininity and you still can be right. soft. And you yes. still, like, I would consider myself to, I, I have three girls. And so yeah. I've always been strong in, in my womanhood and yeah. I've always been strong in like, my yes was yes, yes, and my no was no. Right. Um, so I, that's one thing. But I still could be soft to my husband, yeah. and um, so for my husband, how he knows that the mood. This is what we had to get into the mood. How we set the mood. Like I am a robe person. You know me. Like I will walk <laughs> from the house with a robe all day. I have a nice robe that I got that I may take the kids to the bus stop with. And then I have a robe that I may just walk around my everyday, but then I have that robe. <laughs> Your robe, That robe, bro, when my husband be like, oh, she got the robe on and like, kids, y'all need to go to bed early. He be washing dishes and stuff like that. I think like, I give him key signals like, yeah. babe, I know you're watching the game, but do you see this robe? Because <laughs> you know what's underneath it. And so um, this leads me to the question for you. Do you mm. think women should take the lead on the mood? How did your thoughts on that? So you taught me a lot about this. Just, I mean, just because I remember one time I came over here and I was so frustrated. Uh-huh. And I was like, I think we just got got to talking and you and Chris were just like dropping knowledge. Ah. Both of y'all, y'all just like schooled me on yeah. that day. But one thing that you shared with me was about um, when women create an invitation for, um, for a man to have sex or for her for him to pursue, or when a woman pursues rather. Yeah. So when I pursue my husband... I am, um, sh- number one, I'm showing him that I'm interested in him. Yeah. Um, I'm creating a moment that I am interested in. Yeah. So it's, it's like a mutual interest. Yeah. But it, it makes it easy for him. Yeah. Right. It makes it easy for him um, to to connect with me. Right. 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 So I'm literally, it's, it's kind of like the definition of love where yeah. you're meeting someone right where they are. That's right so where good. their need is. I love it. That's yeah. so good. So, um, so definitely. Um, what was the question again? Ask the question one more time. No, no. Do you think you feel about women like leading the? Uh, the yeah. So the, I, I feel like, like the mood. I feel like we are masters at setting a tone, oh. setting an environment, and setting an environment. Have you ever, have you ever heard the saying, um, "Women set the temperature"? Like we're the thermostat. Thermostat. Yes. Yeah, yes. We're the thermostat. We are. We are the thermostat yeah. for the environment. Yes. We are. We set the. We set the thermostat. So a lot of times, so what I like to do is I like to like even my home, just yeah. on a daily basis, even with the kids running around, hollering, yeah. whatever. I like the house to be clean. Yeah. I like to put candles around the house mm-hmm. so the house is smelling good. Yeah. Right. I like it to be quiet. Yes. You know what I mean? And then even even sometimes, like, I know he's had a long day. Like, I'll be like, hey, y'all go upstairs. Go take yeah. a shower. Like, 730, I'm sh- everything's shutting down. Yeah. Okay, everybody go upstairs, take a shower, you know, start getting ready for bed. Right. Because we're setting the tone. Because yeah. not only are you setting the tone for... Sexual intimacy, but also for your sleep. Yeah, sleep for is important sleep. <laughs> because if your sleep is like listen, interrupted, it, it kind of mess with your day Absolutely. and your mood. Absolutely, so that's important. So even for me, it's like setting the tone for 
not only for my home and for my environment, but for myself, yes. right? Yes. So I have to get in the mood so I can get him in the mood. Yeah, that's so big <laughs> because sleep is important because yes. you need to be energized. And yes. I, like, I think the hang up between men and women is that there's sometimes there's they want things at two different times. Mm, uh, but, when you, but when you set a routine and a mood, you know what I'm saying? You can say, hey, let's meet me here and meet you where you are. Yeah. Um, I love what you said that. I'm, I, I like things clean and neat too. I think if my house was out of whack, it throws me off. Yeah, like if there's laundry on the bed, yeah. I'm not going to be in the mood. I'm not in the mood. <laughs> I want to see something nice. Listen. Right? And like I want I want clean. Right. So and he's like that too. So I don't I don't want I and can't and set in the mood and candle, but I think women should feel empowered to mm-hmm. pursue their husband. Yes. Um I think men kind of deal with rejection in that area sometimes yeah. when um sometimes and we don't even mean it. Sometimes I'm I'm saying no because I'm tired. I'm yeah. saying no, I had a long day. I'm not saying yeah. no, I don't want you. That's good. That's a good but point. But that's the message that we're relaying when we keep saying no. If I say no today and then I say no tomorrow, yes. it's like I don't want you, I desire it. But it's like, no, I've been, I'm yeah. tired. And one thing about me, I, I don't know about you, but if I can't get my best, I don't want to okay. show up. Yeah. So like my husband, like you let me rest, I'm going to give you my best. Right. Like, so sometimes in sex, even in that area, I don't want to be a, uh, a man again. Right. <laughs> when the man is tired. Well, I don't know nothing about that because this man ain't never turned me down yet. I have been married, well, 14 something years. Chris, you ever turned me down? I don't have that. Pro- Chris, have you ever turned me down? Chris don't ever. I don't care. Chris no. had one arm. He had a right. shoulder surgery. Right. And ain't. One shoulder got it done. Okay, I have learned if you ever figure, if you ever want to know if a shoulder, one shoulder can happen, it can happen. So, my husband's never turned me down. But what I will say, um, that's a good question, Errol, because there's not that's not everybody else's story. Right. I don't know that too well. So, repeat the question just in case they didn't hear. What was the question? The question was, what if it was reversed? So, what about what about I guess women who are experiencing. Oh, I guess a man, a man with a low sex drive. Oh, man with a slow sex drive. I, there wasn't sex drive. Oh, like the man's not in the mood. Because we're not in the mood. We're okay. Oh, nothing is perfect, and nothing's gonna be perfect. But I, you know, when you, I think that's a part of knowing who your spouse is too. Um, and what they like. So it is that go about to setting the mood too. Like, because it's not just for y'all setting the mood for us. It's like, we set the mood for y'all kind of like what you said. So if I know that my husband likes certain things in place, then I should do that. Like I shouldn't Mm -hmm. have, you know, come, you know, halfway. I should be able to prepare the space. Sometimes preparing the space is not just for me. It's for him Mm -hmm. too. Like, I know he likes this. I know he likes that. And, um, so I don't know. I just think that it's knowing each other and knowing what yeah. to do and all of that. Yeah. And and also, like, I think we're pursuing as well is, like, that's how can you pursue somebody if you don't know what they like? Yeah. You know, like, you, when you pursue something, you better know what they like. Because why are you pursuing them? Because what's going to happen when they when you catch them? Yeah. Like, what you going to do? Like, yeah. you should be able to have something or know something of them to be able to catch yeah. their attention. And yeah. sometimes it's that shock factor. Yes. Um. That's... I, I, and that's why when people talk about the grass being green on the other side, yeah. I joke with people all the time. I change my hair a lot because my husband think he was different women. <laughs> my husband think he was a different woman every. But I think that the shock factor is important. Yeah. So, so I would say in my marriage, I'm not big on having the same things all the time. Yeah. And I will communicate that with my husband. Yeah. We have our meetings and we have our talks, and it's like, yeah. you want to try this? Yeah. You want to try that? Or I may yeah. introduce something yeah. that he may not, you know, we didn't even have to talk about, but it's just yeah. like. I got something for us tonight. Yeah. 
I think for I think for men, um, or for anybody, any woman who may like deal with you know a man where she's the one that's pursuing, or maybe he's not in the mood. Sometimes I guess sometimes there are certain things like on a man's mind that mm-hmm. may cause him to be um, be like not in the mood. Yeah, but I think that comes down to. Just under, like you said, understanding your husband, mm-hmm. but also um, seeing like what he needs in that moment. So I, I feel like it doesn't happen as much with men as it does like with. So women are kind of like the gatekeepers of sex, yeah, right? Because men have higher sex drives. Mm-hmm. But um, when it does happen with a man, I think something's either on his mind or sometimes it's like things that haven't been dealt with. Yeah. Like sometimes there's things, things. And that goes back to just having that capacity for emotional intimacy, right? Yeah. So if there are things that that I'm not dealing with in my marriage or I'm not dealing with in my relationship, it's hard to create physical intimacy because there are some walls and some barriers in our marriage and a stress and mistrust that we haven't dealt with or oh, we yeah. haven't addressed. So yeah, that's I, w- important. I would like to say like that's important. keeping it sexy, number one, is like before you can can have a bomb sex life, you have to go back to I'm sorry, I keep hitting this mic. You good? You you have to go back to, you know, our our mental like the, the are basics. we connecting mentally? The basics. Are we connecting here? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Do I feel comfortable in my own skin, yes. in my own body? So even like there was a time where you know, I felt very like insecure about like my husband seeing me naked. Yeah. You know what I mean? And but even, that's but that's unlearning. Yes. It's, it's unlearning. it is yeah. unlearning. Somebody told her that men should be the ones who are pursuing only women should never Yeah, so there's so there, there's the there's uh, the true. common belief. Yeah. Th- there's a common belief. I think in American culture, I'm not sure over like global, but I just especially in American culture where men are the pursuers. And the Bible, the Bible does say whoever finds a wife finds a good thing. Yeah. But even once you are open with your husband, you know, just creating that space where you're pursuing as well as him and where it feels mutual and not a one-sided thing. Right? Well, I think because if you put the Bible in it, you see how Samson, how women who were done in the back in the day, it was been done in a negative light. Mm-hmm. Women seduce men for negative things. Yeah. Like when women were seduced, it was because she's seducing him for his strength. She's seducing yeah. him for this. She's seducing him for that. And we take that kind of, t- we take that and we we apply it to our lives and say, yeah. I don't want to seduce my husband. When it's really yeah. you're pursuing it. But that's the message that we we always send, we've sent in the so, past. Okay, so let me ask this question. Let me ask this question. So how do you create, as a as a wife, um, how do you create an environment where you are, um, like how, how do you create an environment where you are speaking into your husband, where you are emotionally and physically just ready, like open and, and ready, like even for those who may be struggling with intimacy, how do you create that environment where you're pursuing your husband. Like say say you're on a you have a type of relationship where your husband's the only one to ever ask for sex. Y'all have sex once a month. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So how would you if you are a woman on the other side of the camera, how would you have that conversation? Or like how would you change the dynamics in your marriage? I think I'm more of a direct person. So mm-hmm. communication wise, it would I would have to ask, is there something wrong? Mm-hmm. Like you've not found me attractive. Mm-hmm. Or do or is there some some kind of desire? Like mm-hmm. I think I'm straight to the point with that. Mm-hmm. Are everything good with us? Mm-hmm. Uh, because sometimes sex can be a thermostat mm-hmm. for a lot of things. That's why when sex is not happening, I would say in my marriage, because if, if sex happened consistently and sex is not happening, then it's like, okay, what's going on? You okay? Mm-hmm. Like, are you okay? Is everything, you know, or for me. So I would say 
or you know, there's so much going on in this world. It's not just sex. Like, like, in the, in the perfect world, we can come home. It's like, ah, I'm ready, baby. I'm home. You're home. Let's go at it. But we have so many obstacles throughout our day. We wake up. We got. We're fighting. Getting Emotions. these kids to the bus stop. We're going through so yeah. much that it's it's amazing that people even have a consistent sex yeah. life because. Um, we're, we're so busy. So what mm-hmm. I would say, you know, just to keep the conversation going, but have courageous conversations. Yeah. Um, don't be afraid of, I was. T- I think we talked about this at off uh, break one time, mm-hmm. how the enemy uses your silence and would talk to you in your husband's voice. And he would talk to so your wife. True. You know, and he would talk so to the husband true. and wife in their voices yeah. and, and it's making assumptions that that was never true. So, true. so sometimes it may be, maybe I'm, maybe I'm getting big and he don't yeah. like it. And I had this yeah, conversation yeah, before yeah. my husband before, even having the after that kids, like, yeah. do you find me attractive? Yeah. Do you, because maybe like in my mind, I felt like he didn't touch me. Like he usually touched me or something like that. And he's like, nah, that's not, but we make these conversations mm-hmm. and if we give the enemy space, so I would say speak up, yeah. have that conversation, yes. be courageous because sometimes I find that um, if we, we're afraid to have that conversation because we don't even think they can handle it yeah. or we can't handle it. But I think that if we have that conversation, we expose it, the enemy can't use our yeah. voices anymore because sure. we know the truth. So, and, and, and let that be a guide to lead you to intimacy. I love that. Yeah. I love that. And I feel like when, when, when we can have conversations about sex, yeah. and we can have conversations about what we like and what we don't like, yeah. then we are able to like follow that with intimacy. Like I know some of the best conversations I've had with my husband was about intimacy and about our sex life and what we want to change. Yeah. And then from there we were able to like yeah. just connect deeper. Yeah, because if know? you don't talk about it, yeah. That's one of the things that's funny to me where people want a good sex life but they don't want to talk about it. Like how do you create something without a plan? That's so good. Sex that's actually so good. you gotta have a plan. Like I I I'm an honest believer we can talk about uh, a financial plan for our lives. Mm-hmm. I we're visionaries. Me and my husband go away Every new year, we try to, you know, uh, have vision for our lives and vision for our families and vision. But it's amazing that we'll have a vision for our finances. Yeah. We have a vision for our giving, but we don't have a vision for our marriage. And then we don't have vision for our intimacy. Come we don't on. have vision for our sex. Come on. You know what I'm saying? Like, how much how much sex you would, but in your, Chris, how much sex would you like to have during the week, ideally? I mean, but that's a good point because it's like, you only have one life. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So why not create the life that you really want? And you you only have one husband. You only got one. So why not create like yeah. the marriage that you really truly desire? That's fulfilling. I love that. But my sex life, our sex life may not look like somebody else's sex yeah, life. So sure. that's why you have to know your husband, know your know you know who you are. Yeah. That may not be some things may not be realistic for other people. I think if we start comparing to how much people have sex a week, um, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. oh my gosh, that's a lot. Or maybe oh I, that's that's not yeah. enough. But if, if it works for y'all, mm-hmm. y'all fulfilled through it, then mm-hmm. who are we to be like, that's not mm-hmm. a lot. But what I'm saying is if it's not, uh, if you guys are not on the same page about sex, um, that's a problem because yeah. the enemy use that. The enemy loves using anything he can. If it's like any space or any cracked door, the enemy will bust that thing wide open. Yes. It's like he uses garbage. Yes. He will repurpose garbage, you know. So that's why you just got to make sure that the communication is clear and then just keep having a conversation. You know what I find funny is that people stop talking. They thought one conversation was enough. Oh, that's good. It's not enough yeah. because what I find is you could you have you are free to change your mind. We have these conversations when it Well, dealt, but yeah. okay, so but what about like how do you cuz okay, you know how so there's I read this book called I don't I forgot what it's called. But anyways, yeah. it's talking about know your money. It's by uh Dave Ramsey's daughter. Okay, cool. And but basically it, it, she talks about this framework for for financial conversation. So there's open, 
conversations. So you grow, you might have grown up in a home where there's open conversations about intimacy okay. or finances in her case. Uh-huh. Um, open, closed conversations, um, aggressive, like angry conversations. I yeah. forgot what the four were. But like, what if you grew up and you're not hearing those conversations about sex? Like, I'm just saying, especially in like Christians. churchy families. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Christian families, a lot of times we don't talk about sex. Yeah. I mean... We gotta make it the norm because, I mean, I do. I talk about sex all the time. My, my kids are probably tired well, of yeah. Me. But see, you're it's creating a, generation. a healthy, but you're creating a healthy mindset for your children. Yeah, like a lot of time, and even just black families, yeah. like our it's like it's like it's not popular. It's hush hush. Then it's like you don't talk about it. like so. If I have a conversation, you we both marry, and yeah. you know it's, it's it's different. Right. But I think that when people don't have that background, it's a lot of unlearning. Yeah. It's a lot of uprooting. But you can create your own new thing. Yeah. That's the beauty of being yes, in a marriage. At any time, yeah. you can say, "Let's start doing this because this would be our new thing." So we don't even have to connect it to what we learned yeah. in our past. We ain't even got to connect it to anything we saw on TV. Yeah. We don't have to connect it to anything. Let's just create our own because what you find is that also you know we don't do. What? We don't ask the person what they like and how they like it. Mm. Oh my God. Yeah. To talk about sex, you have to get an intimate mindset. Right. It's an intimate, even a conversation is going to be intimate. Yeah. This type of conversation that is sex, that is having sex just like by conversation. Right. This conversation that is just make you an intimate conversation without even touching or anything, but it's so intimate. And it's so passionate and it's like a whole different form. So y'all can't negate. And that goes right. that goes back to emotional intimacy. Yeah. Because, so yeah. creating that, what were you going to say? That cre- creating no, that emotional, emotional intimacy it's a connect- and that mental. It's a mm-hmm. connection. It's like mm-hmm. I'm prepping you ahead of time. But you know what I, what I find yeah. interesting is that we don't ask each other what we like in sex. Mm-hmm. So this is where we get taboo. So women don't believe they're supposed to be pleasure. They don't feel like they're supposed to be satisfied. <laughs> what? Oh, people are like, I ain't. I've never been satisfied. What? You've been married how long? Like, what? That's a conversation. And that's a problem. That's a problem. So I think the conversation has to shift. And if we can talk from a woman's standpoint, what works and don't work. Mm-hmm. You can't be afraid to tell your spouse what you like and what you don't yeah. like. If they doing it wrong, yeah. please tell them you're doing it wrong. <laughs> please speak up. Speak up. Because then you want to find out if yeah. I'm doing it wrong. If I'm yeah. doing something, please guide me because right. you're, le- you're learning something new about your partner. And this is the thing about people when you have past partners is that you start using things from past partners to your husband or to Jesus. your wife. Yes. And you be like... That work for them 20 people you slept with before, <laughs> that's why you have to create something new in your marriage mm-hmm. and as and you have to explore them as if that's the first person you ever slept with, if yeah. that's not the case. Right. Because you can't take your past yes. and automatically assume that that's what wow. they like. And apply it to, yeah. You have, you have a new application. That's right. They need to fill out what they like. You need to fill out <laughs> what you like. Y'all need to have a conversation. Yo, you because you're not going to keep saying, doing the wrong thing for too yeah. long without right. me saying something. Right. And I don't want to keep doing the wrong thing because what we're doing is creating an unsatisfied sex life. Mm-hmm. Sex is not... Not supposed to be a bad sex is not something that we're trying to rush through. Are we done yet? Yeah. Sex should be fulfilling, but that's because I'm meeting your needs and you're meeting mine. We're serving each other. So a lot of times with sex, when people come to the table, they're just trying to get theirs. That's yeah. the wrong approach. Yeah, yeah, that's why yeah. I don't just like to give myself when I just have to. I want to give to him because I'm serving him. So I don't I want to give my whole self. He should be serving me, which he does. So that's the thing, like I think the stigma we need to get past is like we're enduring sex yeah, but yeah, not enjoying yeah, sex. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't want to endure what? sex. I want to enjoy sex. Yes. And I, as a woman I have a right to and I think some, too many women feel like they just have to endure sex. And it's like that's not the case because if we don't have these conversations True. we don't know what we we don't know what, I was just you like the lingerie? If you don't I'm not I'm going to start wasting my money because uh, <laughs> it was over two seconds I don't even understand why we buying all this lingerie. 
But it's like, do you like it? Do you not like it? It's like, I think we're afraid that they're going to say no. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but good. Yeah. If they say no, we're not going to waste time in that right, area. We right. need to get... Well, this going to... Uh, church people, please don't hold me accountable for this, but <laughs> I'm about to say. But, oh God, give me wisdom. <laughs> what I'm going to say is, sometimes when you get straight to the point, sex don't have to be an hour long. Yeah. I don't want sex an hour long, first of all. <laughs> Secondly, I always joke with people. If people know exactly what, what gets you, sex ain't got to be that long. Sex is just fulfilling because there's no time limit. You know, in, in the past, people are like, oh, sex, this, I want somebody to go all night long or that. That's because they don't know you. <laughs> That's the song. That's a song. <laughs> That's a song. That is not reality. That's not realistic. <laughs> what women want to be there all night long? I, y'all tell us. I'm not. Straight to the point. You got to know my body. Listen. If you know my body, we ain't got to be there all night long. <laughs> but that go to knowing. <laughs> <laughs> like that's true, we go, that's true. You know what I'm like, saying? Like, no, I don't want to wait. All I don't want to. You should know me enough to be no, like, listen. You know, but same, same thing, right? <laughs> but my husband looking at me like, wrap this up. Uh, am I cool, Chris? Okay, baby. I don't want like, I don't want, I don't want to, you know, get caught up in that vein. But it's all about knowing that person and knowing them and not using your past to uh, assume that that's what they like. Yeah. So for sure. For sure. Okay, so we talked about sexual intimacy, emotional yeah. intimacy, keeping it sexy. We talked about setting the environment, mental. Yeah, we did. Okay, I just have one more thing. Oh gosh, which I mean, this is it's it's very personal. It's very feminine. Okay, well, I guess it's for men and women. Hygiene. Ah, yes. So that's I, important. I feel like for especially for women. Uh, come on now. for women, there are certain things that you have to like take extra steps mm-hmm. in order to prepare yourself and to just be ready yeah, all for time. sex. That's what the Bible said. Be ever ready. <laughs> be ever ready. So like taking showers, taking baths, yeah. sometimes twice a day. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. Shaving. Yeah. Grooming. But even, grooming. But even I think more importantly is so that you feel confident. Mm-hmm. So when you're so when your husband does pursue you, when he does come to you. And when you're out on a date, yeah, you know, when you're going out, when you're close, you can get close, yeah, because you don't feel like, oh wait, do I did I put deodorant yeah. on? Does you know? <laughs> Am I sure? Yeah, <laughs> or unsure. One second. Yeah, you, you don't want to be. Caught. That's yeah. so big. No, yeah. I'm glad you bring that up because that's yeah. not a big thing that we discuss now. Yeah. I, again, like I said, I have this conversation with my daughters, but you know, there's so many things out there to make you feel fresh. Yeah, you know, I was talking. I don't know if I talked to you. But I'm taking you take vitamins like vaginal probiotics. Oh yeah, you were telling me about that. I t- they're great. Yeah. They make you feel wonderful. Yeah. And actually, it helps the mood. And I don't know if it helps your sex drive, but I sure feel good. <laughs> so maybe it's just doing nice. something, doing this job. So um, can you tell tell everybody the brand? Sure, it's, it's called O Positive. Okay. It's called Euro, and it's vaginal probiotics. You take two a day, and it balances your pH. But if you guys look at it and look at the reviews, all the reviews are true. You smell good. Um, there you go. I won't get to the next part because that's just too much. But you smell good, you feel good, and you feel good. You don't have an odor, you don't have any of those I things. Love that. You could take a, sh- you could, you could be like, you can be at the gym and you smell good and fresh, yeah. and that's very rare. Yeah. So I got that. So I'm really big that. on finding, making sure that my um, hygiene is up to par. Um, but also that helps you feel good, but also feeling good. So pH is important. Like if your uh, pH balance is off yeah. and you're irritated down yeah, there yeah, and stuff, yeah. all that stuff matters because. And grooming, and you yes. got to know what work. Yes. Um, but all that stuff matters, and that can be taken care of just by researching what to take. So, okay, I have one. So, girl, Dove 
The uh-huh. rose, peony, and rose. That's how mm. you want it. I think it's you renewing, told me briefly. Yeah. It's renewing body yeah. wash. So if you wash with that, it, first of all, it's so silky on your skin. Mm. And then like if you take a bath with it, like the water just feels amazing. Okay. So like, yes. So that's yes. how your mood? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So so do do your husband know when you're about to take a bath that it's about to be on? Well, I take baths a lot. Oh, that's so. not a signal. <laughs> because when I put that bubble bath on, Chris be like, kids, go to bed. <laughs> Because the bubble bath is on. Go to bed. It's something about prepping yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> if I can prep myself, yeah. but that that self-care is important. If I got to shake. And I have ruined a couple of sex uh, moments with my husband. Because he'd be like, yeah. I'm like, I got to go take a shower. Because I wasn't prepared. Yeah. I wasn't prepared yeah, to do yeah, all that. Yeah. I just, I don't feel comfortable. But it's important yeah. because you want to be able to connect with them, be intimate with them. Without thinking. Yeah, without thinking. Yeah. And then also, like, if you have, you know, sometimes, sometimes we... Have kids, we might gain a little weight, you yeah. know, or lose a little weight. And there's so, some things to help with that too, because yeah. there's certain lingerie that you can look into. There you go. That covers that midsection yeah. that you, if you don't necessarily yeah. see, he may love it because my husband would grab it and he don't care. Yeah. But if you feeling unconscious, yeah. uncom- un- uncomfortable with it, yeah. find a lingerie that covers that yeah. and still give you, uh, you know, that sexy feeling. Yeah. So, but the main thing is that you feel confident and yeah. that you know you feel good yeah. not only about. Your husband, but or your you know your spouse, but about yourself, about yourself, you know. So you got to feel good about yourself, and um, so anyway, so that, I think that's that's it. We we cover most of yeah, it. Yeah, I don't think we got too much trouble. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh no, I you know I try to keep it PG as possible because I understand. Listen. Look, my mom just downloaded our our show oh, or the podcast. Okay, she'll be proud of me. Yeah, she's so. Go for it. Yeah, like, have sex with your husband. Your mom and is amazing. So uh, she, she, my husband looking at me. Because my mom will be like, go have sex. <laughs> so I think she'll be proud of me. Um, yeah. I, I kept the PG. But so, yeah, I mean, I think sex and intimacy, is are those are one of the things that God gave us to have that connection with our husbands. Yeah. So that, and the, to, to, like you said, to build stronger marriages, but also to, like, Make us feel relaxed. Yes, and release. It's like a yeah, those endorphins. Yeah, and, you know. So we have that. So we definitely want to keep it sexy and pray over your sex. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yes. Have you ever prayed? I prayed over my sex before. Absolutely. A couple of times. Like absolutely. God, I need you to help me because. Have you ever prayed during sex? Yes. <laughs> and I said, Oh God. <laughs> Oh God! So God comes and He heard me. God never always He always He's comes right there. on time. He right on time. So uh, I think I had sex with worship music before. It was an amazing experience. Like angels was everywhere. I was like, this is anointed but, sex but, tonight. But it is sex is a form of worship. Yeah, it is. Because even the Bible in Ephesians five, it yeah. says, "Love your wife like Christ loves the church." And right. there's this intimacy that even Christ died for the church. Right? Yes. So there's this intimacy that He created. You know, where he gave himself completely over That's to so the church. That's so good. So. All right, y'all. They're, they're rushing us. Do you see that? <laughs> but I think I think it's for his personal gain. I think he just want to. He Okay. No. <laughs> we'll, we'll wrap this up. Y'all, listen. This has been an amazing conversation. We are keeping it sexy over here. Keep it sexy. We want to wish you a happy love month. Yes. Happy this love month. February. Yeah, it's February. And definitely, um, we encourage you to, you know, explore with your spouse yeah. uh, what exactly they want and what yeah. you need, you know? And pray about your needs. Pray, pray about, about needs. being able to please your husband and being able to please, if you're a man, being able to please your wife. And even just, if, if you're single, maybe even just praying over the one that you're dating or, you know, praying over your future marriage, your future sex life. So, That's right. You know, pray you over just want to bless it because God created sex for yeah. good purposes. It's not a bad word. Not a bad word. Mm-mm. Yeah. 
So thank y'all for joining us for another episode, and we look forward to the next one. Yeah, we'll see you next time. On I Needed This. I Needed This.